Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, November 27th. Here is an impeachment inquiry update from today's show. President Trump knew. President Trump knew about the whistleblower's complaint before he reluctantly unfroze the military aid to Ukraine. The New York Times first reported last night that lawyers from the White House Counsel's Office told Trump in late August about the whistleblower complaint, explaining that they were trying to determine whether they were legally required to provide it to Congress or if they could cover it up. This sheds light on why Trump finally released the $400 million in security assistance to Ukraine, but also why he was so vigorous in his denial that there was no quid pro quo when Gordon Sundland, the donor-turned-ambassador to the EU, confronted him around the same time. Trump used that phrase, no quid pro quo, before it had entered the public lexicon in the Ukraine affair, but it was a concern that his lawyers were mentioning in conversations with him, reportedly. This also helps shed light on why White House lawyers tried so aggressively to conceal the whistleblower complaint from Congress and the committees that have oversight of the intelligence community. In late August, the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community, Trump appointee Michael Atkinson, concluded that the administration was required to send it to Congress. But the White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, and his deputy, John Eisenberg, disagreed. They decided that the administration could withhold from Congress the accusations if they claimed executive privilege. The lawyers told Trump during their meeting where they alerted him to the complaint before the aid was released that they planned to ask the Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel to determine whether they were required to disclose the complaint. They surely knew the answer would be no. The office is run by a Trump loyalist who has given them air cover time and time again. Sure enough, a week later, the OLC issued an opinion saying Trump didn't need to turn anything over. But the intelligence community IG felt he had a duty to follow the law. So it got out. The other big news that broke last night is that two staffers at the Office of Management and Budget resigned after they expressed concerns about the legality of holding up the aid for Ukraine. Mark Sandy, the only OMB official to testify as part of the impeachment inquiry, would not name the employees in question. He said one worked in the OMB legal division and described that person as having a, quote, dissenting opinion about how the security assistance could be held up in light of the Impoundment Control Act. Now, the Impoundment Control Act, ironically, was passed in 1974 after Richard Nixon abused the appropriations process for political purposes during the Watergate period. The law limits the ability of the executive branch to change spending decisions that were made by Congress. Sandy's testimony is the first public confirmation that the dispute at the OMB over the handling of the aid became so intense that it contributed to resignations. In the transcript of his deposition, Sandy said that he voiced concerns within the agency to the Trump appointee he reported to about whether holding the aid was legal. Ultimately, that political appointee, Mike Duffy, the former executive director of the Republican Party of Wisconsin, just decided to take over the process of signing off on the documents that would hold up the money. Sandy told investigators during his deposition that until he took over the appropriation process, Duffy had never voiced any interest in approving apportionments. Sandy said that his own staff 
was, quote, surprised and concerned about the apportionment authority being taken away from nonpartisan staff. Never in his career, he said, had he seen anything like this. Duffy defied a congressional subpoena and refused to testify as part of the inquiry. Looking ahead to next week, the House Judiciary Committee has scheduled its first public impeachment hearing for next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts.